This time my woo was more of a like, uh, I've been shook loose. Like I yeah. have some coins being Ooh. shook out of a pair of pants. Oh. Ooh, like I'm a little scared. Oh, you sound kind of like when uh, uh, Super Mario brother gets dizzy. Just that when time. one Ooh. singular Super Mario yeah, brother, one of, one of them brothers, Mario. They gotta I learn suppose? to spot. Yeah, yeah. They. You know what spotting I mean, is? Did you ever take a jazz dance class? Uh, I I was gonna say this is I uh, I think someone was telling me it's when you look in the horizon and you whip your head around when you spin around. Is mm-hmm. that right? Yeah. I think that was uh, because uh, the way I was raised, and I guess this was an immigrant thing, um, and this is uncharacteristic of them, but my mom did not really seem to like, I'm going to say something that is what I imagined was the case at the time, but as I say it, I'm like, this can't be correct. Uh, but I was like, my mom didn't seem to give a shit about childhood gender type things mm. because my sister and I would just do the same activities because my mom didn't want to, I think, drop us off at two different places after school. Like this is between like, I don't know, four and ten yeah. kind of deal. Anyway, to the upshot is I took like figure skating classes with my nice. sister cool. for like many, many, many years. Um, I love this. I love this low effort, lower effort parenting, just like, yielding more progressive results. I, I don't like know if that's bulk parenting. <laughs> maybe yeah. It's just like, but because I, I was just like, oh, my mom didn't give a shit. But the, that can't be right because my mom definitely gives a ton of a shit. But then I'm like, did she not know that like figure skating is sort of like gendered, like for like women? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what. But either way, it's made you, I would say, a more well-rounded individual. So whether it was her ignorance or her a flash-in-the-pan shot of pro- progressivism. Again, it's can't. <laughs> that is just not possible. Just let her Maybe take the W, was, Andrew. It's Mother's Day. <laughs> yeah, it is Mother's Day as we record this. Uh, a, a very complicated Mother's Day in, in, yeah. in America this year. Um, yeah. You know, first, just, you know, extending love to anyone who this day is hard for, for any reason whatsoever. Um, Extending love to any parents who this day is joyful for. Congrats. Um, Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but on the heels of last week's news from (laughs) this insane, insane court, the highest court in the land, I think now has a new meaning, meaning they are all actively on some sort of drug. This is the highest court in the land. (laughs) The fact that we had a leaked draft of an opinion. I I cannot, I I don't know shit about this level of politics, and I even know that this is bonkers. Um, Yeah, I don't, it's like, uh, yeah, I don't, obviously just sort of like terrible, but also exactly what they said they've, wanted to do and have been trying to do for like our entire lifetime for sure so i i is it, yeah i i i think the one thing i don't know yeah how would you well first is, what i'd like to do is introduce this show this show is yo is this oh. racist where me tawny newsom andrew t and our producer kevin bartell we eventually listen to your racism voicemails yeah 
what, but after introducing this podcast, what I really wish you all would do is just go listen to another podcast. <laughs> and that yeah. is by a friend of the show, Imani Gandhi and Jessica Pioko. Uh, it's Boom Lawyered from the Rewire News Group. They handle reproductive uh, news as it pertains to law, and they are experts in all of the, the fuckery that's been going on this week. And they've been doing this work for years and years. It's a great pod. Imani's been a friend of our show for a while. She's been on this show. Uh, and I just want to stress that you know, the people who have been doing this work, the people who work for abortion funds, the people who have worked in reproductive health and justice for years and years have been prepared for mm-hmm. it all to come crashing down. They, they've been preparing for it. So while it is uh, awful and um, an attack on our <laughs> liberties and our rights as people who can become pregnant, it yeah. is still it is not out of the blue and it was not unexpected by the experts doing this. So I just want to encourage everyone to do what we always say to do when shit goes wild, which is look to those experts. Don't look to, we love celebrities and sometimes that's a good way to get a large amount of people who would previously be passive or ignorant to something to, to become galvanized. But the real work is being done by the activists and the educators and the experts. So look to them because they knew that these things were coming and abortion is still legal right now. It is under threat. It is made difficult, more difficult in certain States than others. But we, yeah, we just got to look to the people who are doing the work. Yeah. I mean, I think it's like, like every sort of big um, setback in basic rights. Um, Yeah. This one, I guess, is like, it's like, obviously, like, big and scary in a, it's just that, yeah, I don't know. It, it's just like such a, such a big, like, step. Um, but the solutions sort of, like, remain the same. Like we said many times on the show, or I've said, I guess I don't want to put words in anyone's mouth. It's just like, laws are just rules that help and hurt people and, like, mm-hmm these are going to be our laws and this is the result of how things have gone. But like, you know, the main thing you can do with, with your time and your energy is try to rectify as much of this hurt uh, that is coming as possible. And it is not going to be possible to save everyone and everything. But, um, you know, there is, there is an element of like, once again, we're in this like do more than you were doing before, if you can, Mm -hmm. like whatever that is. And it is just like helping people at the end of the day, it's still just like, you know, the, the right to autonomy is going to be gone. Um, But, you know, those, those rights hopefully can be like bent and protected and, or, you know, those rules can be bent and people can be protected and, you know, there's resources and there's ways around things um i don't know i'm speaking vaguely because i'm just like i'm not i you know i understand not everyone is like let's just whatever revolution xyz is like it might not be possible for people or um so i don't know there's a part of like help people and like yes a protest is nice yes voting is nice but like they're it's you know beginning to be the time to do more i guess yeah And, and um, with the people who've done stuff already, helpful. Like, yes. 
Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Um, there's been a lot flying around social media about, you know, the importance of like grassroots efforts to help people who need abortions get them. If they're coming from states where uh, it, it's more difficult to get them or impossible to, you know, it, I just want to, again, caution against unvetted kind of grassroots efforts. It's not to say that they're all bad, but again, there have been people doing this work for years and, you know, it, it can be unsafe to um, trust some thing on social media that sprang up some auntie network or some granny network or whatever they call them, or these girls camping trips, they call them where they, you know, are just like a bunch of volunteers trying to make sure people can get an abortion because, uh, you know, the, the opposition loves to pose as a, a safe place for people who need yeah. these, who need this healthcare. So here's somewhere you can go. You can go to the national network of abortion funds, abortionfunds.org is a website. And, it is a searchable database of uh, all of the funds and all of the places where you can get help. I don't know that it is exhaustive, but it is pretty damn close. Um, finding a clinic, getting uh, help with cost, help with travel if you need to leave the state that you're in. Um, this is a place where you can find vetted uh, funds and organizations that are all primarily, not all, but largely volunteer-run um, you can donate to that. You can locate where they are in your state and who runs them so that if you or if you have people in your life who need these services, you know where to go and you're not kind of scrambling at the last minute. I guess what I'm saying is yeah. let's start making some plans now. D get right with yourself in your head and ask yourself, what are you going to do? How far are you going to go for either yourself yeah. or for a loved one who needs this? Are you going to break the law? Are you going to help someone travel? Do you know how to cover your digital tracks if it comes to? I've read like harrowing articles this week about people being prosecuted for their search history after having a miscarriage that they were determined at fault for. And it is largely black and brown people who are being criminalized for these things. So it's going to get very messy. And just you need to know as clear as you can where you stand on these things and what you're willing to do to help so that when the confusing shit happens, you at least have a personal yeah. North star of what you're willing to do. Yeah. Um, but also it, yeah. And, and I think a good way to vet people is like, like, you know, the, I, I was just thinking as we're, you, you were saying that, that is like people who have been doing this when it wasn't fun and popular are the mm -hmm. people who are, are for real, like, mm -hmm. you know, or like not that fun, but like when, like it's, it's the people that, um, have been doing work on a grassroots level when it was a slog, are the most, you know, look, of course, anyone, I think, I guess, can be a long con, but it's just, it's like way more trustworthy that these folks are doing things. Um, so like find, find those people and you can just, you know, and, and I think also, I guess like for, yeah, I don't, I, I'm, I'm trying to, th is there like a, oh, for, you know, I, I've been like a little struggling of knowing what to do with the like men need to speak up kind of portion of this because I feel like I was like, as I'm doing right this second, guys take all the attention and air all the fucking time. <laughs> so I don't know. Well, uh, that's, I, that is I wonder. Where my brain is. I'm sorry. No, I understand that feeling. I also wonder if I, I wonder if it's helpful to not erase the gendered language around it, but just. Yeah. There has to be room for people to say, like, 
a lot of this is is just an attack on being a woman. That that can be a true phrase, but also we can't ignore the fact that not only women have children, so or yeah. can get pregnant, I should say. So I wonder if it's just simplifying the language of like a person who needs this healthcare or who yeah. has experience or, or or who for whom it's it's touched their life in some way, sharing their experience with that and you know being open about it is important. Yeah. And that kind of Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. That means everybody, anyone, who cares. Yeah. Uh, well, you know what's um what was funny to me um this week was seeing the what do I want to call these people? I guess like what you said like now that it's po- popular or it's top of mind for I know, people, yeah. the it's folks like that a love horrible to, phrasing I'm on my on my behalf anyway. But yeah, sorry, go ahead. But it it describes a type of person who who is jumping onto this because it's popular. Um, like bandwagon and, supporting. Yeah. Yeah. And there seems to be a real Venn diagram that's actually just a circle with those folks loving to bring out like Handmaid's Tale comments oh. and just, and, and I have loved, and like I've felt icky about those sorts of comparisons for a while and I didn't have like the language or the understanding to know why. But now I feel like it's been around, the show's been out long enough. We've been dealing with, you know, uh, these terrible 16-week bans in, in Mississippi and the, the ban in Texas yeah. for long enough that people have kind of gotten a bit more educated about how to talk about it. And just seeing people absolutely trounce on these fucking red robe wearing, <laughs> like, just, I, I don't know, these people who are just, like, dressing up to have put pictures on Instagram, making stupid signs about dumb shit. And mm. I've just really seen, like, the activists, like, the real folks just absolutely dragging them and yeah i'm like good because like this is serious play of a protest yeah yes that's what it is it's just like it's it's not theater like if you're by the way if you're getting dressed for a protest like it's beyond one of the many things is it's probably not a great idea to show your face uh, or at least have the option to cover your face um it's not a great idea not to be able to run um, and it's just like, yeah, this is like, it's going to get worse. It got, things got like bad in LA this week. The, the cops, you know, for some reason, Department of Homeland Security was out I there assaulting that. people. Why? Like, you know, it is like this thing where, again, where the, the people that are supposed to protect us, the, the, you know, we have a Democrat nominally controlling, Democratic appointee controlling or at least beholden to. I don't know if they re reassigned the head of Department of Homeland Security. That person's mm. probably bad under any administration, obviously. But like, you know, there is there is a world where it's like, yeah, we're seeing the hard limits of of what you can do with federal electoral politics. Cause like, you know, this is all mm-hmm. happening under President Joe Biden. Like, so uh you know, not saying don't vote, but just like really like voting is just, especially at the federal level, like just a tiny, 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 tiny piece of this. And it is not mm-hmm. even close to sufficient. That uh, that being said, uh, Rick Caruso, who's the piece of shit who's currently in the lead for mayor of L.A. right now, 
uh, gave a ton of money to Mitch McConnell. He's a he was talked about how he was pro life in the past. Um, truly, I I'm guessing it's you know not lost, but really like try let's try to get this horrible fucker um, out. Uh, Andrew, would race. you say that your message is um, not, not don't vote? It's more like vote and. It's like improv. It's like yeah. vote is just the the uh, the 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 appetizer. Yeah, it's the and well, that really lets yeah. us have beautiful scene work. But it's not. But it's not just the appetizer. It's just like not like first of all, it's just not even close to enough. And. Yeah. Um, it is, there's also a part where it's like, yeah, I, I think the partially the problem is just like acting like vote is the mic drop. Like yeah. vote is like clearing your throat before doing something right. good. Like, so I think that disconnect is like hard, um, but it's just like we're, we're at a time when everyone's responsibility is greater. And like, mm-hmm. I know not everyone votes, but like, look, I don't know what to do with that. And it's it's not like going to get voting is not enough. Um again, mm-hmm. we have we have a government as good as possible and more or less, you know, right now, good as easily possible. And it's sort of just like the worst. So mm. <laughs> all the bad shit is happening. Horrible. Yeah. So I don't know what's happening with the the actual homeland security. I know people were like asking about that. Why are the feds beating protesters like in Los Angeles, like what is happening? Um, So look to look to those folks who have always been doing it to protect you. Those are who are going to get your back. Um, Yeah. Um, Yeah. There's a lot of places to start, but uh, like I said, that podcast boom lawyered the last, like, I mean, all of their episodes pertain to this, but if you just dig into like the last two, three, definitely the last three, at least I can think yeah. of they're they're tackling this head on. So, and yeah. they're fun and funny, funny friends. Um, yeah. I love them. Um, do we have anything just, fun to end on? Um, it's both, uh, it's both fun and um, pure open shilling. But Hell yeah. let's, put it, let's put it on this side of the commercial break. Uh, we uh, we have some tour dates uh, that are happening. Nothing is for sale yet, but if you're in Boston, Minneapolis, Austin, or Brooklyn, New York, mm-hmm. um, we're going to be doing shows starting in July. We can only do Saturday shows, unfortunately, because of we busy. Uh, our <laughs> schedules. We busy. <laughs> I feel like I'm both not... I'm busy, but I'm not that busy, but I'm also tired. Here's what I don't we know are. what that is. We're not busy. Yeah. We're unreliable. If we book a Friday show or a Thursday show, the chances of us having to cancel it because Andrew's yeah. like, oh, I got to go right for the new gong show. Or I'm like, that's, sorry, that's I got to go do with Boston last Sigourney time. Weaver's new multicam for Fox. <laughs> you, this, is, this is the type of improv I like, which is... Toddy taking weird stabs at our career. <laughs> Andrew's going to be... What could Andrew's, happen next? <laughs> Andrew's got to write a new, a, a new like, Hallmark movie. It's called oh. The War on Christmas. And I've got... <laughs> but it's actually about a Christmas that takes place while people are fighting yeah. a war. I don't know. Yeah. Um, it's like... <laughs> 
I think um, I would watch a Sigourney Weaver multicam on Fox. <laughs> we might yeah. have the start of a solid pitch. It's called I mean, My Ten Pets, but she only has eight, and we're just trying to figure ooh, out what this lady's well, deal is. One, Where yeah, are the we'll other find- two pets? I watch, every, I watch every week. It's we'll like the bottom out. of Wilson's face. You're just never going to see him. <laughs> um, yeah. So, so I mean, that's okay, why we're all doing Saturdays. Boston, Boston on July 16th. Minneapolis on July 30th. Austin, August 20th. Brooklyn, September 10th. Uh, we do not have ticket links available. I don't think we have times yet locked, but those are, those are the dates that we have been told are confirmed. Just start warming up your fingies to Google. You know where we are going to put all the ticket links? We're going to stick them right on our website, which is suboptimalpods.com. There will be a little mm-hmm. link at the top as soon as we have, uh, you know, ticket info for those. Um, Andrew, I have a question. What is the difference between Boston and Austin? Just like generally. Uh, crab and brisket. Yes. There we go. Crab and brisket. Let's take a break. As far as white people, it's the same. And we're back. Um, yeah. Okay. So mm-hmm. we told you where to look for our tour dates. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I don't think we've done an Austin show. I uh, am I know. I, I know for a fact we haven't done an Austin show because I've never been to Austin. I don't what? think. Uh, I'm pretty uh, sure. Although, no, that's not true. I had a layover there uh, actually Layovers last don't week. Count. But, well, I had, a, I had brisket and I Did you leave people, the airport? So. No, but that then like Tom Hanks in the terminal, you never visited that place. Damn. Nice. That was the whole premise of that movie. I I no, I don't I've been to I don't think I've been to Minneapolis either. What? So I don't think so. Oh right. I did my show without you. Yeah, I missed there. that last time as well. Right. So this is make good. That's right. I missed those two shows because of mixed dish. Um mm-hmm. so Boston and Minneapolis, I I owe you. So I'm coming. And Austin need needs to meet you. Yeah, yeah. And Brooklyn, so, Brooklyn's fine. You've been there. I live there. You, um, did you leave the airport though? Uh, no. Well, but I lived in the airport, so that actually. So does count. Tom Hanks and the Terminal Rules. You did not that, visit that place. That does count. Do we even have venues? I just realized I don't think we have actual. No, baby, we're getting out early. We said city secured. (laughs) City City secured. secured. So just wander around whatever your main town square is in those cities. Now I'm legit. You you keep talking. I'm I'm checking this this email from. I also want to know if anyone found you a a couple episodes ago before you went to New Orleans. You said anyone in New Orleans come find me, which sounded so ominous. Did anyone find Mm, you? No one found me. Did you get Rex? From people uh yeah i did get a few actually that's good hmm. oh my gosh okay let's see he's oh, really guess, looking up the email i guess these are not like super confirmed so it's it's yeah i'm not gonna say because these might be incorrect because this is an old uh pitch from our agent that rules so i don't know this um, whole thing rules we'll be I in those it. cities we'll i love that we cities. did this on mike <laughs> we're doing so good we're so good at this we're a it's business on mike team <laughs> oh yeah we really oh, yeah. boy well we you know we're, we're stretching this we had a depressing first act um mm-hmm. is act two gonna be less depressing let's find out with some voicemails oh my god wait which voicemail are you queuing up first is it the I'll do, teacher and then there's the other one i'll do the other one first 
the okay, this one I just have to tell the listeners. I listen to these ahead of time. And mm. when I, I know I'm a hero. Um, oh, although we said we don't like that. You guys don't like when we listen. When Kevin no, I don't. I don't care. I just I, I I like elements of when you don't. So I figured why why cause extra work? You're right. You know? Well, I listened because the title of this seemed a little bit germane to uh, the news this week. So I was like, oh, I better listen just to make sure I don't say something I don't mean because I haven't thought enough about this. But. I'm going to, as Kevin plays it, I'm going to recreate for you the noise I made at the moment <laughs> Great. in this voicemail that I made it just an hour ago. Okay, please proceed. Hi, Andrew, Tani, and Kevin. Um, I am a person from Oregon, and I have a friend who a couple weeks ago we were at a little wine tasting gathering. Um, she's white, and she... <laughs> was telling us about how she had been told by God that she was going to be a surrogate mom. And in the course of becoming a surrogate, um, she was explaining how she was really uh, excited and hopeful. And I just asked some, you know, questions because I'm not really interested in having kids. And this is wild to me. And uh, she started to explain how she didn't want the couple that she's a surrogate for to be um, poor because it's not about the money. And so she was hoping that it would be a family where the money doesn't impact them, which on the one hand, sure. On the other hand, like, I don't know. It seems a little classist here. And then she goes on to say that she was really excited because the baby, the baby's mother is Chinese American. And so it's not going to look like her, which means that she won't become attached to the baby. <laughs> I, I kind of looked at her, and I think there was a look on my face that said, yo, that's fucked. And I'm just kind of wondering, like, should, should I have said more? I mean, she's going to be pregnant and carrying this baby, but wow, wow. Not becoming attached because they don't look like you is, oh, oh man, I just couldn't. Anyway, <laughs> thanks. Bye. I, it yeah. still, it, I felt it again. I yeah. felt that noise. Um, Just slowly <laughs> spitting the wine back into the cup. <laughs> That is, as soon as we got on the Zoom, Kevin's like, I, I can't believe this was at a wine tasting. <laughs> All of that transpired while someone was like, well, uh, there is a bit of skin contact. Uh and that's what gives it its color. Do you all need a minute? Uh, yeah. Do you need a minute? I'm going to get Lord. some more cups. Lord. <laughs> This yeah. all was a ride. Um, um okay. Oof. Is there any point in it's like if someone is like this sort of sort of ignorant, I guess, like is there any point to like correcting them? Or like I mean, what what is I, I, maybe if you care about them uh, yeah. So but that see, they this don't is keep the, the double-edged this? sword. You're right. Is like how how much this is like almost by definition would make me care about this person so much less that I feel like 
yeah, maybe fuck them. So they don't say something fucked up to the the mom that they're providing yeah. this infant for. That person doesn't deserve whatever's going to come out of this woman's mouth. Yeah. Or like if the next time you see her, if she brings it up again. Yeah. Like maybe that could be like a, hey, by the way, while we're on this. Yeah. I mean, the, the, the slam dunk is like, do you think that mothers need to look exactly like their offspring to love them? <laughs> like. Ooh. Well, this is, I mean, this is why I listened to the call because uh, it immediately made me think of um, Amy Coney Barrett's comment about the domestic supply of infants that has the internet in flames. Um, she wrote in oh. her, what is that called? Her supportive draft. I don't know Supreme Court things. I'm so sorry. Um, yeah. But, you know, she's famously very uh, anti-abortion. And she wrote that we needed to force birth and force those parents who would have aborted to give them up for adoption in order to supply, uh, to to fortify the domestic supply of infants, which to me just says, one, you don't understand how many children there currently are in this country that need homes that don't have them. And you also think that we need more white babies because your problem yeah. seems to be that the only babies that adopt that couples seeking adoption have don't look like them. And that seems to be a problem for you. But also she's so fucking wild. She's so like, yeah. 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 Her shit is like, life doesn't just begin at conception for her. Life begins on like Bumble for that woman. (laughs) Yeah. Fucking aggressive as hell. Just beyond horrible. I don't, it's Yeah. I, I guess there is probably a world where people in life now are more itching for a fight with this sort of thing. Uh, yeah. So, you know what? To the caller, just fuck this lady up. Just be like, that's racist. You think, like, yeah. you know, for instance, people who have uh, mixed race babies don't love them as much as your purebred babies. Like, <laughs> the fuck is just like, it's, I don't know. I wonder. I wonder if people are like, uh, more apt to like get into it and whether that's a good thing or not. I My hypothesis is that it's a good thing, but my hypotheses are, uh, yes, always correct. So we'll see. I don't know. I mean, from jump, though, I was like, what do you mean you were told by God to be a surrogate? Well, I'm, yeah. already, I'm, off, I'm off board. I'm off board yeah. with you. The, yeah. But yeah, the more I think about up. it, what? Wine the tasting next, is probably the best place for this to go down. Yeah, I was going to say, the next time when you guys go to your uh, coffee roaster tutorial next weekend, <laughs> if she starts talking wild about this, you need to, you need to fuck her up, yeah. educate her. Ta- yeah, yeah. Fuck up, fucking people up. You should have been doing it a long time ago. If they'd at least had the decency to shut their fucking mouths with their horrible racist opinions, maybe we'd be in a better spot. It's worth trying, at least. Yeah, if anything, just for the just for this baby she's going to give birth to. Peace and quiet, yeah. yeah. I mean, hopefully Man. she's not involved in this baby's life at all. But. This is like the Ooh. ultimate racist landlord. Yeah. <laughs> for, that, oh, for that fetus. Yikes. Yikes. All right. Should we do, should we do the other voicemail? Let's the other VM? Yep. Yeah, this one's less wild. There weren't as many noises. <laughs> Hi, Andrew, Tawny, and Kevin. I am here to snitch on one of my white coworkers. So I am a teacher in California, yeah. and when we first met, 
uh, we were talking about our weekends and she talked about watching Crazy Rich Asians and that she didn't, she said she didn't like it because she was getting confused between the characters. And I pointed out that they have different accents on top of looking. Here's my reaction. What? Um, (laughs) That should have been my first time, but continue to be friends with her. Um, And she was the the only person my age who works at that school. Uh, Later, we went to a conference and she complained about culturally responsive teaching. Uh, She has never had a white student. She had her first white student, I think, last year and like, was really, um, she was like, whoa, this is the first time. Uh, so that's, I feel like, also important. But she, after the conference, she was complaining and said, well, I just don't want to get into politics. So she made it political. Um, I push. She later admitted to being Republican. This was 2018. Um, and, again, the only person my age uh, that works at that school. So I'm like, hey, maybe I can help her. Maybe I can, you know, whatever. Um, but the last straw was when I went to go visit her at her house, and she lives at home with her dad. Um, her dad made some wild statements uh, about other, sh- what is the, what is the term, uh, sh- shithole countries. And then uh, at, as I was leaving the door, told me that I should vote for Trump. So um, I haven't talked to her really since then. Don't really think I can help her. Um, don't really think I can address it because... It would just be awkward, even though our school is starting to do more uh, anti-racist, anti-bias trainings. But my principal uh, has a Blue Lives Matter flag at um, in her office, and has also sometimes Oof. complained about PC yeah. culture and how. Um, yep. Just I don't know. I don't know if she would necessarily uh, <laughs> see this as an issue. So no, I don't really know if there's anything <laughs> I can do other than laugh at her not liking crazy rich Asians and um oh she also asked me uh <laughs> where I learned Spanish and I just looked at her like uh tengo no pan en la frente. I have a cactus on my forehead. I am very clearly Mexican. Uh not clearly, but it was just I've never been asked that before, especially not in California. Um yeah, she was surprised that I spoke Spanish and asked me where I where I learned it. I was like, mm, my parents. That's that's where I learned it. That's where we learn it. <laughs> um, anyways, that's my comment. Okay, bye. Wow. First thing, I just want to liberate you, caller. You don't have to be friends with people your same age or your same anything just because you're like, oh, they're the only yeah. woman or the other. I know a lot of women that do that for some reason. Like, well, she's the only girl there, even though she's a fucking card carrying Nazi. It's like, <laughs> yeah. just, I have a lot of friendships with 60 year olds who have their politics right yeah that's far more fulfilling than me being like well gotta find this other millennial to (laughs) disagree with well it's also like like this in the previous call i think one thing i realized i think maybe the to me it's obvious but i i kind of forget it's like when when we talk about like correcting or quote helping these people it's not Mm. about them Mm. you know the reason to yell at that racist woman is to let her know that, or not let her know, I'm sorry, let everyone else know that, you know, at least as far as you go, her racism is not acceptable mm-hmm. in front of you. And it's sort of the same with this, like, teacher in this, like, school, apparently the school of racists. Because mm-hmm. it's like, it's not Starring about... Jack Black. 
protecting her or saving her. It's just protecting all the fucking kids that she has to, like, she is around. And, like, you do what you can, and you will certainly not be able to, like, help everything. But, like, that's what's important. That was a school um, of rock joke. I don't think Jack Black. Is no, I'm sorry. Just I'm for sorry. Clarity. No, <laughs> not. I barreled, I barreled through that. That was. You no, should barrel through it. My shit no. is bullshit. I just want to make sure. No, I don't get put on a fucking list about calling Jack Black a racist. Um, <laughs> Andrew, you're absolutely right. It is to let them and everyone know like, hey, at least by me and hopefully by other people who will maybe speak up too. this is not OK. Yeah. This is not yeah. to be tolerated. Um, yeah. And no, you definitely can't go to your fucking Blue Lives Matter like as principle. Ob- obvious racist principle to correct this other obvious racist. Like, it's just no. not going to happen. So. It's not going to happen. So you got to just either call her out if you have the energy and you feel safe in your job to be able to do that and you have the opportunity, go ahead. And if you don't, I don't think anyone's going to fault you because it, it sounds like a hostile I mean, work you can't. Yeah, it's, it's horrible. You know, what you can other... You know, if you need to do a softer thing, it's like keep an eye on the kids. Yeah. Help. Like do what you can to alleviate some of this. But yeah, make sure uh, her students know maybe that you're someone that they can come to if they have issues. Cause she's yeah. never had a white student, but and she's acting like this. How is she treating those black and yeah. brown kids? Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, she's like an open racist. So, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. You just, you don't got to be, just for everyone, just to make it more broad, you don't got to be friends with, anyone because you seemingly share some similarities you don't it will not be as fulfilling as you think it will be better to seek yeah. out people who make you feel comfortable and safe and wanted mm-hmm. and who are good people. who are good yeah. people regardless of age and gender and all that stuff so just branch out i know it's hard at school of racists <laughs> yeah um but maybe but yeah maybe not Ugh. Maybe but also you know well i think uh I've certainly worked at jobs where I was like, yeah, everyone here is a fucking horrible bigot of some kind. You know, do what you can to protect yourself. Know that your work isn't the only thing of your life, you know, ideally. So (sighs) try to get out of there if you can. You know, there's also an element to that, which is like there's limits and like you don't have to subject yourself to these fucking racists either. You really don't. Even yeah. just like even for things that aren't as serious as racism, I'm an actor, yeah. and actors are annoying. Actors yeah. are I- irritants. We we are an irritant, and so <laughs> sometimes I'm just not feeling the vibe. They're not bad people, but sometimes I'm just not feeling the vibe because I'm like, this is too much. I'm already <laughs> having to deal with me every day. So you know, you know, yeah. you make friends with the crew because you're like, I yeah. just need a normal it's- person to sit and eat a sandwich with. It's more than okay to to take a break, especially from the horrible people in your fucking life, because we all have them. Like actors, right, Andrew? Especially actors. <laughs> We're very pro, like, it's okay to be picky with your friends. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Let, it, let them go. Sheesh. I saw, uh, uh, I don't know if it was like a TikTok or a meme or something, but it was a photo of two different cartons of eggs, and one of them, all of the eggs were destroyed, and the other one... There was only two eggs in the entire carton, but both of them were fine. And I think the caption was just like, this feels like a metaphor. And to me, I immediately went to like, this is me with friends. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, for sure. That. I'm okay that having is- two friends that I really like instead of like 30 friends and like 24 of them. I'm like, now they have their flaws, but. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah, that's like a good litmus test. Like if you're going to bring them around other people, do you have to like caveat like crazy? Yeah. 
Probably not worth it. Uh, we just can't drink with Mike. Like he gets yeah. nuts. Yeah, 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 exactly. Oh, we I can't drink with Mike. <laughs> <laughs> no, I only oh. bring people around that I'm like, you're going to be so excited to get to know this person like I have. They are so fun and great. <laughs> That's yeah. always my goal. Yeah, me too. So tr- try to get try to get their caller, but yeah, it's not about correcting the person. This isn't your friend. Help the kids. Mm-hmm. That's it. Avoid that principle. That's all we got. Ooh. Why? Who is it? I can't. I truly, it's, it seems fucking crazy that it's legal to put up like a racist pro cop sticker up in a school. It's yeah. Like horrible. Ugh. You'd think. Yeah, that's a whole You'd other think. voicemail. <laughs> yeah, Jesus. Um. All right. Well, this is a depressing week. Uh,. So. If you want a not depressing thing, first of all, you have your marching orders. Go to National Network of Abortion Funds. Go, you know, familiarize yourself with your state's uh, requirements and laws or all those terrible trap laws that some states have that put restrictions on abortion providers. Yeah. Familiarize yourself with what is currently going on so that when something changes, you will know what that means. And then develop your baseline of what you're willing to do to help folks in your life yeah. or to help yourself if you need these services. That's yeah. that's the bare minimum you can do. And then if you have money to donate, do that. And then there's plenty of things you can do after that. But just start yeah. getting educated, start making a plan. Don't fucking yeah. get into hysterics and don't dress up like the Handmaid's Tale to go and stage voting, protest somewhere. Voting alone is not enough. Nope. And telling people to vote is beyond not enough. Andrew, I have a question. What if I just tweet out, see what's happening here? Gilead, (laughs) vote. That's the tweet. (laughs) Have I done enough? I did a lot of things in one tweet. That is the tweet. (laughs) You can't. Uh, I mean... Yeah, again, it is like this thing because I know there are people who are actively trying to prevent people from voting. So it's not that it's not the thing to do. It's just like we're we're at, yeah, we're at, we're living in the society where like we voted. This is to so, me. It's like those PSAs that tell people to drink water. Because I'm like, that's if exactly you don't, what I was you just say. die. <laughs> yeah. If you don't, you die. Do we really need the PSA to tell you to drink? Like, okay, if you're not drinking enough water, if you're not voting in midterms and stuff like that, and getting familiar with judges and smaller local elections, mm-hmm. yeah, drink more water than you're drinking. But y- you can't just not drink water. You're gonna pass away. We need yeah. to spend money. We need to spend ad money on this. Um, I mean, the answer is maybe. And of course, to the uh, <laughs> National Water Board, we would love to. <laughs> <laughs> take your ads so i don't think it's the national water, water board, board. <laughs> that's a different crew that's true that's true and all right they, well they're active under presidents of every administration okay we were wondering uh, if this uh podcast was gonna get us being tracked by the nsa and now it definitely has so thank yeah. you andrew thank you no kevin problem. thank you no to the problem. nsa we love you we're scared Thanks, of everyone you. subscribe to suboptimal nsa yeah yeah um suboptimal pods the place where you can listen to us uh uh the optimal place where you can subscribe i feel like i hadn't <laughs> hit that joke in a in a few months uh, to Andrew and Tani's podcast, suboptimalpods.com, where you can listen to Friday's show, which is Yo Can We Live, which is the antidote 
to all the heavy shit that's happening uh, on this show. We, we try to keep it light. We try to celebrate shit done by people of color. We talk about movies and stuff we're watching. It's a fun, chill time. You can subscribe at suboptimalpods.com. Um, and there's also the bundle where you can hear all kinds of limited series pods and just just fun, fun non-racism shit. Doesn't that sound like a good time? I do. I do like how... I know you've said it before, and it is the correct way. It, it's a it's a good turn of a phrase, but for some reason, the word antidote to the show really hit me today. I was like, "Yeah, we we do a show that people mostly need to recover from." So that's yeah, we well, need like the rattlesnake venom. Yeah, <laughs> the antidote. That's certainly, that's certainly something. It says something about us. Uh, three two three three eight nine seven two two three three two three three eight nine race. If you're in, fuck, I closed the email. If you're in, I'm going to say Boston, Minneapolis, Austin, Brooklyn. Got it. Yep. Whew, I don't remember the tour dates. So uh, get ready. We're, we're going We're going to be in your town, uh, barring any number of probably very plausible things that could happen. But we're currently planning on being there. I'll let you guys um, know if my 10 pets starts shooting on Saturdays. But I think we should be clear. Yeah, exactly. Um we love you. Uh, Suboptimal Pods, Ronnie Newman, Andrew T, Kevin Goodbye. J. Bartel. Okay, that's Goodbye. it. Peace. Bye. 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 This is Suboptimal.